RTHK News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Ben Che. The top stories. Former Chief Secretary John Lee confirms his intention to run for chief executive. Health officials report a slight increase in the number of new COVID cases. And authorities in Beijing classify an area of the capital as high risk for COVID, while Guangzhou orders tests in 11 districts. Former Chief Secretary John Lee has formally announced his intention to run in the upcoming chief executive election with the slogan, Starting a New Chapter for Hong Kong Together. Speaking at an online press conference, Mr. Lee said his decision had been made out of his loyalty to the country, his love for Hong Kong, and his sense of duty to Hong Kong people. He pledged to resolve issues based on a result-oriented approach to increase Hong Kong's overall competitiveness and to consolidate a firm foundation for the SAR's development. This new chapter will be a new symphony. Being the conductor, each member will be able to leverage his or her strengths to create the synergy effect of one plus one is greater than two. Together, we will play a more splendid new piece for Hong Kong. Hong Kong should have a better future, better life and better development. Asked about his lack of experience in certain areas such as commerce, Mr. Lee said no one is a know-it-all. Instead, he pledged to bring in different talents to build what he called a strong government team. What is important is that the chief executive should build a team, a team which will be including all the expertise, knowledges, and people who have the passion to do things for Hong Kong. That's what the chief executive should do. The chief executive is not, is not to do everything, and it will be impossible. Mr. Lee sidestepped the question as to whether or not he's been handpicked by the central government, saying he would welcome other people joining the race. Health authorities have reported about 2,500 new COVID cases, a slight increase compared to yesterday. More than 1,600 new infections were reported by people who took rapid antigen tests after officials asked everybody to self-test for three days in a row starting from yesterday. That's an increase of about 370 positive rapid test cases compared to the day before. Dr. Chuan Shukwan from the Center for Health Protection says the figure shows people are heeding officials' calls and testing themselves. Previously, the symptomatic proportion of the cases reported through the rapid test is around 65%. But the proportion of asymptomatic cases yesterday is around 70%. This reflects quite a proportion of asymptomatic patients tested themselves and found they were positive. So we have found out quite some asymptomatic cases in the community. Another 62 patients infected with COVID have died, including 53 who died in the past 24 hours. Chief Executive Carrie Lam says the slight jump in the number of new COVID cases identified through self-testing compared with the day before shows that doing at-home tests does have its benefits. But she said people shouldn't be too worried about the increase. We should be very happy with a figure which is not very high as a result of a daily RAT test, which means that the government will have plenty of capacity to take care of these newly 
infected cases, either in uh, transporting them to the CIF, the Community Isolation Facility, or through ITB to distribute the uh, service bags to them and arrange uh, online medical consultation and so on. Mrs. Lam says she's disappointed and worried by the low vaccination rate among children aged between 3 and 11, especially as schools are about to resume face-to-face classes later this month. She noted that so far, only 62% of kids have received their first jab, as she again made an appeal to parents. Although some said that the Omicron variant is mild, it could hit the child very, very seriously without vaccination. So I hope that we will all encourage and promote and urge uh, the parents to get their kids uh, vaccinated as early as possible. And on to the weather. Fine and dry, the minimum temperature tomorrow about 21 degrees. Currently, it's 22 degrees Celsius. The humidity is standing at 77%. RTHK, the time is now 5 minutes past 11. Police have arrested three men on suspicion of fraud for allegedly helping people to cash out their consumption vouchers. Officers took action after noticing advertisements on social media and arrested the men aged 33 to 45 after pretending to be interested customers. The force said it will track down people who had converted their spending vouchers with the trio and may make more arrests. The payment platforms concerned will be contacted and the shops may be blacklisted. The Xinhua News Agency says municipal authorities in Beijing have classified the Erjiefang area of the capital as high risk for COVID. It said over the past two weeks, eight locally confirmed cases have been reported there as of yesterday. Meanwhile, the Global Times newspaper says 11 districts in Guangzhou have issued notices for nucleic acid testing after the city reported five locally confirmed cases yesterday and two today. Shanghai has also ordered another round of testing. On Friday, Wu Changyu, an inspector from the Shanghai Municipal Health Commission, described the COVID situation in the city as severe. Western officials say a Russian general with extensive experience in Syria has been put in charge of Moscow's operations in Ukraine. General Alexander Dwornikov, Russia's southern military district commander, has been given the job of improving coordination between Russia's forces. William Prince is a military strategy expert who's advised NATO. The Ukrainians have killed more senior officers of the Russian Federation Army than Russia has lost since the Great Patriotic War. So, yes, they've brought in somebody who is a well-known bombardier. They have reverted from the failed strategy of uh, the Blitzkrieg, which uh, was intended to happen, and they've now gone back to terrorizing people by rubbleization. And Mr. Dvornikov is very good at that sort of thing. But the Ukrainians, I think, are well aware of what's coming. Don't forget that the Ukrainian forces in the Donbass, the 10 brigades that are there, are basically NATO standard troops. Campaigning has ended in the first round of France's presidential election, which takes place tomorrow. President Emmanuel Macron and the far-right candidate Marine Le Pen are favorites among the 12 candidates to reach the final runoff vote in two weeks' time. From Paris, here's the BBC's Lucy Williamson.
It's been a strange campaign. President Macron, occupied with the war in Ukraine, only began campaigning in earnest three weeks ago. But in the past few days, as polls have put him and Marine Le Pen just one or two points apart, as campaigning ended, Mr Macron accused his far-right rival of lying to people and of having a racist programme. Marine Le Pen has worked hard to tone down her image and present herself as relatable, moderate and fit for the highest office. Polls suggest it's working. To sports now, and in Formula One, Charles Leclerc has taken pole position for Ferrari in crash-laden qualifying for the Australian Grand Prix, pipping Red Bull's world champion Max Verstappen on the upgraded Albert Park circuit in Melbourne. Verstappen finished ahead of third-quickest teammate Sergio Perez, with McLaren's Lando Norris to start fourth on the grid. And in football, with a preview of the match everybody's talking about in the English Premier League, here's the BBC's John Bennett. One match is dominating the agenda in the Premier League this weekend. The top two meet in Manchester in one of the most eagerly anticipated fixtures for many years. Second place Liverpool were 14 points behind leaders Manchester City at one stage this season. But now the gap is down to just one point. And even though both sides will have seven games left to play after this meeting, it feels like a defining moment in the title race. The form of the two teams has been astonishing. Liverpool have taken 31 points from their last 36 available. City have won 17 of their last 20 Premier League games. They also both won confidence-boosting games in the Champions League in midweek. When they met earlier this season, it finished 2-2 after a late Kevin De Bruyne equaliser. And to end the news, the top stories once again. Former Chief Secretary John Lee confirms his intention to run for Chief Executive. Health officials report a slight increase in the number of new COVID cases. And authorities in Beijing classify an area of the capital as high risk for COVID, while Guangzhou orders tests in 11 districts. And that's the news from RTHK.
Just like the air I'm breathing. 